Hello again. We will continue reading the adventures of Buster Bear and find out what Blocky the Crow has in store. Chapter 11. Blocky the Crow tells his plan. Blacky is a dreamer. Blacky is a schemer. His voice is strong. When things go wrong, Blacky is a screamer. It's a fact. Blacky the Crow is forever dreaming and scheming, and almost always it is of mischief. He is one of the smartest and cleverest of all the little people of the Green Meadows and the Green Forest, and all the others know it. Blackie likes excitement. He wants something going on. The more exciting it is, the better he likes it. Then he has a chance to use that harsh voice of his and how he does use it. So now, as he sat in the top of the big hickory tree beside the smiling pool and looked down on all the little people gathered there, he was very happy. In the first place, he felt very important. And you know, Blackie dearly loves to feel important. They had all come at his invitation to listen to a plan for seeing for themselves if it were really true that Farmer Brown's boy was afraid of Buster Bear. On the big rock in the smiling pool sat little Joe Otter, Billy Mink, and Jerry Muskrat. On his big green lily pad sat Grandfather Frog. On another lily pad sat Spotty the Turtle. On the bank on one side of the smiling pool were Peter Rabbit, Jumper the Hare, Danny Meadow Mouse, Johnny Chuck, Jimmy Skunk, Unc Billy Possum, Striped Chipmunk, and Old Mr. Toad. On the other side of the smiling pool were Reddy Fox, Digger the Badger, and Bobby Coon. In the big hickory tree were Chatterer the Red Squirrel, Happy Jack the Gray Squirrel, and Sammy Jay. Blackie waited until he was sure that no one else was coming. Then he cleared his throat very loudly and began to speak. <coughs> Friends, said he. Well, everybody grinned, for Blackie has played so many sharp tricks that no one is really his friend, unless it is that other mischief maker, Sammy Jay, who, you know, is Blackie's cousin. But no one said anything, and Blackie went on. Little Joe Otter has told us how he saw Farmer, Brown, Farmer Brown's boy hurry home when he found the footprint of Buster Bear on the edge of the Laughing Brook, and how all the way he kept looking behind him as if he were afraid. Perhaps he was. And then, again, perhaps he wasn't. Perhaps he had something else on his mind. You have made a hero of Buster Bear because you believe Little Joe's story. Now, I don't say that I don't believe it, but I do say that I will be a lot more sure that Farmer Brown's boy is afraid of Buster when I see him run away myself. So, here is my plan. Tomorrow morning, very early, Sammy Jay and I will make a great fuss near the edge of the green forest. Farmer Brown's boy has a lot of curiosity, 
and he will be sure to come over to see what it is all about. Then we will lead him to where Buster Bear is. If he runs away, I will be the first to admit that Buster Bear is as great a hero as some of you seem to think he is. It is a very simple plan, and if you will all hide where you can watch, you will be able to see for yourselves if Little Joe Otter is right. Now, what do you say? Right away, everybody began to talk at the same time. It was such a simple plan that everybody agreed to it. And it promised to be so exciting that everybody promised to be there. That is, everybody but Grandfather Frog and Spotty the Turtle, who didn't care to go so far away from the Smiling Pool. So it was agreed that Blackie should try his plan the very next morning. Chapter 12. Farmer Brown's Boy and Buster Bear Grow Curious. Ever since it was light enough to see it all, Blackie the Crow had been sitting in the top of the tallest tree on the edge of the green forest nearest to Farmer Brown's house, and never for an instant had he taken his eyes from Farmer Brown's back door. What was he watching for? Why, for Farmer Brown's boy to come out on his way to milk the cows. Meanwhile, Sammy Jay was slipping silently through the green forest looking for Buster Bear, so that when the time came, he could let his cousin Blackie the Crow know just where Buster was. By and by, the back door of Farmer Brown's house opened, and out stepped Farmer Brown's boy. In each hand, he carried a milk pail. Right away, Blackie began to scream at the top of his lungs. Caw, 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 shouted Blackie. Caw, caw, caw. And all the time he flew about among the trees near the edge of the green forest, as if so excited he couldn't keep still. Farmer Brown's boy looked over there as if he wondered what all the fuss was about, as indeed he did. But he didn't start to go over and see. No, sir. He started straight for the barn. Blackie didn't know what to make of it. You see, smart as he is, and shrewd as he is, Blackie doesn't know anything about the meaning of duty, for he never has to work excepting to get enough to eat. So when Farmer Brown's boy started for the barn, instead of for the green forest, Blackie didn't know what to make of it. He screamed harder and louder than ever until his voice grew so hoarse he couldn't scream anymore. But Farmer Brown's boy kept right on to the barn. I'd like to know what you're making such a fuss about, Mr. Crow, but I've got to feed the cows and milk them first, said he. Now, all this time, the other little people of the green forest and the green meadows had been hiding where they could see all that went on. When Farmer Brown's boy disappeared in the barn, Chatterer the Red Squirrel snickered right out loud. Ha ha ha, this is a great plan of yours, Blackie. Ha ha ha, he shouted. Blackie couldn't find a word to say. He just hung his head, which is something Blackie seldom does. Perhaps if we wait till he comes out again, he will come over here, said Sammy Jay, who had joined Blackie. So it was decided to wait. 
It seemed as if Farmer Brown's boy never would come out, but at last he did. Blackie and Sammy Jay at once began to scream and make all the fuss they could. Farmer Brown's boy took the two pails of milk into the house. Then out he came and started straight for the green forest. He was so curious to know what it all meant that he couldn't wait another minute. So now there was someone else with a great deal of curiosity also. He had heard the screaming of Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay, and he had listened until he couldn't stand it another minute. He just had to know what it was all about. So at the same time Farmer Brown's boy started for the green forest, this other listener started towards the place where Blackie and Sammy were making such a racket. He walked very softly so as not to make a sound. It was Buster Bear. Chapter 13 Farmer Brown's Boy and Buster Bear Meet If you should meet with Buster Bear while walking through the wood, what would you do? Now tell me true, I'd run the best I could. That is what Farmer Brown's boy did when he met Buster Bear and a lot of the little people of the green forest and some from the green meadows saw him. When Farmer Brown's boy came hurrying home from the Laughing Brook without any fish one day and told about the great footprint he had seen in a muddy place on the bank deep in the, in the green forest, he had said he was sure that it was a footprint of a bear. When he had said that, he had been laughed at. Farmer Brown had laughed and laughed. Why, said he, there hasn't been a bear in the green forest for years and years, not since my own grandfather was a little boy, and that, you know, was a long, long, long time ago. If you want to find Mr. Bear, you have to go to the great woods. I don't know who made that footprint, but it certainly couldn't have been a bear. I think you must have imagined it. Then he had laughed some more, all of which goes to show how easy it is to be mistaken and how foolish it is to laugh at things you really don't know about. Buster Bear had come to live in the green forest and Farmer Brown's boy had seen his footprint. But Farmer Brown laughed so much, made fun of him so much that at last his boy began to think that he must have been mistaken after all. So when he heard Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay making a great fuss near the edge of the green forest, he never once thought of Buster Bear as he started over to see what was going on. When Blackie and Sammy saw him coming, they moved a little further into the green forest, still screaming in the most excited way. They felt sure that Farmer Brown's boy would follow them, and they meant to lead him to where Sammy had seen Buster that morning. Then they would find out for sure if what Little Joe Otter had said was true, that Farmer Brown's boy really was afraid of Buster Bear. Now all around, between behind trees and stumps and under thick branches and even in treetops, were other little people watching with round, wide-open eyes to see what would happen. It was very exciting. The most exciting thing they could remember. You see, they had come to believe that Farmer Brown's boy wasn't afraid of anybody or anything, and as most of them were very much afraid of him, 
They had had hard work to believe that he would really be afraid of such a great, strong fellow as Buster Bear. Everyone was so busy watching Farmer Brown's boy that no one saw Buster coming from the other direction. You see, Buster walked very softly. Big as he is, he can walk without making the teeniest, weeniest sound. And that is how it happened that no one saw him or heard him until just as Farmer Brown's boy stepped out from behind one side of a thick little hemlock tree, Buster Bear stepped out from behind the other side of that same little tree, and there they were, face to face. Then everybody held their breath, even Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay. For just a little minute, it was so still there in the green forest that not a least little sound could be heard. What was going to happen? Chapter 14. A surprising thing happens. Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay, looking down from the top of a tall tree, held their breath. Happy Jack the Gray Squirrel and his cousin Chatterer the Red Squirrel looked down from another tree and held their breath. Unc Billy Possum, sticking his head out from a hollow tree, held his breath. Bobby Coon, looking through a hole in a hollow stump in which he was hiding, held his breath. Reddy Fox, lying flat behind a heap of brush, held his breath. Peter Rabbit, sitting bolt upright under a thick hemlock branch, with eyes and ears wide open, held his breath. And all the other little people who happened to be where they could see did the same thing. You see, it was the most exciting moment ever that ever was in the green forest. Farmer Brown's boy had just stepped out from behind one side of a little hemlock tree, and Buster Bear had just stepped out from behind the opposite side of the little hemlock tree, and neither had known that the other was anywhere near. For a whole minute, they stood there, face to face, gazing into each other's eyes while everybody watched and waited, and it seemed as if the whole green forest was holding its breath. Then something happened. Yes, sir, something happened. Farmer Brown's boy opened his mouth and yelled. It was such a sudden yell and such a loud yell that it startled Chatterer so that he nearly fell from his place in the tree, and it made Reddy Fox jump to his feet, ready to run. And that yell was a yell of fright. There is no doubt about it, for with the yell, Farmer Brown's boy turned and ran for home as no one ever had seen him run before. He ran just as Peter Rabbit runs when he has got to reach the dear old briar patch before Reddy Fox can catch him, which you know is as fast as he can run. 
Once he stumbled and fell, but he scrambled to his feet in a twinkling, and away he went without once turning his head to see if Buster Bear was after him. There wasn't any doubt that he was afraid. Very, very much afraid. Everybody leaned forward to watch him. Did I tell you? Didn't I say that he was afraid of Buster Bear? cried Little Joe Otter, dancing about with excitement. You were right, Little Joe. I'm sorry that I doubted it. See him go! Caw, 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 shrieked Blacky the Crow. For a minute or two, everybody forgot about Buster. Then there was a great crash, which made everybody turn to look the other way. What do you think they saw? Why, it was Buster Bear running away too, and he was running twice as fast as Farmer Brown's boy. He bumped into trees and crashed through bushes and jumped over logs, and in almost no time at all he was out of sight. Altogether, it was the most surprising thing that the little people of the green forest had ever seen. Sammy Jay looked at Blackie the Crow, and Blackie looked at Chatterer, and Chatterer looked at Happy Jack, and Happy Jack looked at Peter Rabbit, and Peter looked at Unc Billy Possum, and Unc Billy Possum looked at Bobby Coon, and Bobby looked at Johnny Chuck, and Johnny looked at Reddy Fox, and Reddy looked at Jimmy Skunk, and Jimmy Skunk looked at Billy Mink, and Billy looked at Little Joe Otter, and then for a minute nobody could say a word. Then Little Joe gave a funny little gasp. Why, why, said he, I believe Buster Bear is afraid too. Unc Billy Possum chuckled. Ah, I believe you're right again, Bear Otter, said he. It certainly does look so. If Br'er Bear isn't scared, he must have remembered something important and has gone to attend to it in a powerful hurry. Then everybody began to laugh. <laughs> <laughs>